Hello and welcome back to Best Lens. I'm Bethany and I'm so glad you have joined me in looking through my lens on living a faith-filled life. So today I have my lovely mum with me um, and usually I start this podcast off by talking about how I know the person that I've got on with me. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious how I know you. Um, yeah. I have <laughs> known mum my entire life. There are so many things that I could talk to her about on this podcast. There, she has so much wisdom. But um, yeah, today we are talking about hearing the voice of God. So I'm going to pass over to you to introduce yourself, tell people some amazing facts about yourself. So you go for it. Okay, well, thanks for having me, Bethany. This is um, a privilege. It was a, a nervous privilege, but it's a scary privilege, but it is a privilege nonetheless. Um, so my name is Elizabeth. Um, I'm married to Bethany's dad, who's Jonathan. We've been married for 23 years. Bethany is our eldest daughter, uh, who is, she's 21. And then we have Lydia, and we have Nathaniel, and we have Eden. So my mum to four. Um, and this lockdown, we have started fostering. So I'm a foster mummy as well, um, to a little baby at the moment. And that's been really fun. Um, I am a minister's wife, I am a lover of Jesus, and I just really enjoy life. I think I have a real desire to enjoy life, and I want to see others enjoy their lives too. So today we are talking about hearing the voice of God. And like I say, um, I think I could talk to mum on this podcast about many different things. And um, being in a ministry family, um, I was homeschooled and mum really taught all of us me and my siblings um basically everything we know and so we talk through a lot of things and I think that's probably one of the reasons I wanted to start a podcast was because I wanted other people to have somebody to come to to listen to um things that maybe aren't always talked about but yeah one thing that I always very really admired in mum was that she was just really in tune with what God wanted us to do and she just always followed it without fear in fact some of the words that you are always afraid of is when mum comes out with so I've been thinking or so (laughs) just a so as well because that means she's been left alone for a bit and she's just been sort of oh I think the Lord's telling us to do this and the thing Mm. is is that it always works out because it was the Lord speaking but we're like oh man this is a big thing (laughs) yeah so our first question is why should we listen to the voice of God before we even talk about listening to it or whatever yeah this was a massive topic that you gave me I have to say and um I think it's one of those things that comes with practice um but to answer that very first question like um which is say it again Bethany just one more time why should we listen to the voice of God why should we? Um, I don't think there's a person on this planet who doesn't actually want to communicate with the living God, whether they know it or not. I think that's what we yearn for. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been, I was listening to a sermon yesterday. It's funny whenever um, a topic comes up, um, how often the things around you start to speak into that. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we used to find that with homeschooling, that we'd say, well, let's do the Tudors. And there'd be like a program on BBC Two about the Tudors or do you know I mean? God was always really gracious with me and, and leading me along. And I think at pretty much today, I have seen three different things about um, 
about why and how we should listen to God and why God speaks to us and and things like that. And it's been really interesting. Even in Sunday school yesterday, one of our Sunday school teachers was talking about that with the children. And I said, this is just so random that God would give me a few little insights. Um, Because to be honest, I don't know how it's cultivated. I don't really know um, how it happens. But what I do know is that the more we practice it, the more in tune we get. So Mm -hmm. I think why should we is because actually God yearns to communicate with us just as we yearn to be communicated with. I heard someone yesterday in a sermon and they were saying that, you know, the very first thing that God did with Adam and Eve was to set up a relationship with them whereby he talked with them Mm. and he would come to the garden and he would walk with them and talk with them. And um, that was lost um, at the time where they sinned and they did the wrong thing. That's what happened, that the, the voice of God became a fright to them. They were afraid of God. And God came and spoke to them and they were hiding. And that was something that was lost. And I love that this guy went on to say that when Jesus Christ died and rose again, the first thing that he did was was reinstate going to speak to someone in the garden. He he met with Mary and he walked with her and he talked with her. And I just love that that was the fact. And and, and the very beginning of the Bible is Adam and Eve being spoken to by God. And even in the end of the Bible, in Revelation, is John being spoken to by God. And I think God, through those years, spoke to people consistently and sometimes constantly. Sometimes there was a silence as well. We know like in, in the between the Old and New Testament, there's a 400 year, year silence, it seems. Certainly when nobody wrote anything down. But I think... God isn't going to just say, okay, I'm going to only speak for the Bible years because I really believe he still speaks now. So, yeah, I think we really have an amazing privilege of being able to communicate with God. So I think that's why we should, because if we can, why would we not? Yeah, I think um, one of the things that I had just jotted down was we listen to him for guidance. And Mm. I think that's a big part of what you're saying is, you know, people that don't listen to him are lost. And like yeah. you say, it's a huge privilege to be able to listen to the voice of God. And sometimes it's really hard, but when we do listen to it, when we do follow it, things work out better. And so the reason that we should be listening to it is because he has the best plan for our lives. And without listening to it, we fail in life. Yeah, I think um, someone else said that there's a guy called Dallas Willard and he said, you know, if we tell people that they can have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, we do them a disservice if we tell them that God doesn't speak to them anymore, you know, because actually God does speak. And, and in all the best relationships, communication is key, you know, like, yeah. like your dad doesn't phone up and, that, and, you know, say, hi, you know, and I go, hi, who is it? You know, I, I know his <laughs> voice straight away. And yeah. really, um, you know, he then doesn't go, it's Jonathan. And I go, like, Jonathan who? you know it's I know him because we communicate and of course then this should be the ultimate relationship you know like with your dad and me it's an you know should be priority that's my first relationship in human terms yeah but above that only is my relationship with God and it definitely should be like my desire to communicate with him and because I know his desire is to communicate with me Mm mm-hmm yeah I mean there's the verse that says my sheep hear my voice and they follow Mm. because they know me and that is literally talking about us we are supposed to be his sheep because he is the shepherd and we know his voice and we should know his voice because we're listening 
and he's Absolutely. talking to us so that we can follow him like in the verse yeah so that leads to our next question which is how mm-hmm. does God speak now this might be controversial I don't know it mm. might be a huge topic but we're going to talk about some aspects maybe sure Sure. And I guess the whole thing is, you know, you, you do have people who say, you know, God only spoke in biblical times with a dispensationalism, you know, mm-hmm. that he only spoke whatever he said, he said in the Bible, he doesn't need to speak again now. Now, for me, um, I feel like he's so gracious and so tender that he leads me in a way, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and there are lots of ways that I think God speaks. But I do think um, ultimately we do have his word. And so often he speaks to that. And so often we don't hear because we don't listen, don't read his word. Yeah. Um, You know, we're we're quite biblically illiterate as Christians nowadays. And we maybe maybe I do too. We'd have verse out of Instagram or something and be like, tick, that's my Bible done for today. And we're not actually reading the word of God for ourselves and saying, God speak to me through this. But but his word is is one of the things. Um, I think sometimes God speaks through people. Um, he you know sometimes there's people within our lives that that might come and say something and maybe say um you know I I feel that this could work for you or I could you know this could happen or you know and, and actually they're like oh hang on a minute I never thought of that or you know that they might just actually um, see something within us that we didn't see ourselves I think God still speaks through dreams as well so I, some people get dreams I you know I get crazy dreams it's, I don't think it's God speaking through those but but you know, I really some hope some of your dreams aren't God speaking because they're wacko. <laughs> they are wild. So yeah, I eat too much cheese by night, I think, because I dream terrible, weird things. But but not often do I dream, you know, and think, oh, I think God was saying something like this. But but I do, I think one of my things that I think God speaks to me through is just thoughts and conscience. Mm-hmm. Like I think that there's times where I I'm, you know, I might be doing something, I think. I should phone that person or I should bake that cake for that person or I should just encourage that person. And I really see that as God's leading and guiding. And it's not a massive things, but, you know, there, there have been massive things. You know, there was just a, a desire one time to go to Botswana. It was a thought that came <laughs> into my mind. It happened in in the midst of, you know, we'd, we'd toyed with it, but nothing had happened. But it became quite concrete uh, just with a few people in our house where I just went, right well I think we should go to Botswana and it all happened and you know God brought in the money and took us there safely and we did some work there and and really it was a lot of um experiences to add to our life wasn't it directly and sometimes I think also God speaks through peace you know like you have a peace about something and you say oh you know and and maybe um there are open doors and you just you, you can keep going through them sometimes there are shut doors and that's how God speaks and it, yeah there are loads of ways I think that, that God actually speaks to us sometimes through a sermon sometimes through a song sometimes just through opportunities is that too many things Bethany you're jotting you're going out with all the ones that I jotted down <laughs> um, but yeah well done well done because there, there are so many ways and I read somewhere you know mm. God doesn't stop speaking to us actually you mm. just need to learn how he does it and for me personally I have never heard an out loud audible voice mm. I have no, never no, gone no. I've never gone Jesus I need help with this and heard my child you need to go this direction you know that's mm. never mm. been the case for me but that's not yeah. saying that it's not possible because yep, some people yep. have said they've experienced that. But for me, like you say, the Bible is a huge way. 
I have so many times felt so low or or I'm just struggling with something. I said, Lord, I really need your help. And I'll open up my Bible for, say, I'm working through a book and that chapter just really speaks to what I'm struggling with at the moment. Or you switch on the Bible app and the verse of the day is just, wow, so appropriate. Um, Another thing... Yeah, another thing is um, songs. Like you just said there, um, that is a massive mm-hmm. thing for me, actually, is there's been quite a few times where I have just broken down in tears because I've just been praying to God saying, Lord, I can't do this anymore because mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. through a struggle and I'll be listening because I spend like probably 99% of my life with music in my ears, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it's playing mm-hmm. out of my phone, whether it's playing through speaker, whether it's going through in earphones, but um, I'll just have like, you know, playlists playing all the time. And yeah. quite often it's been after that sort of prayer, the next song that comes on is just so appropriate mm. for yeah. what's going on. And that could be a hymn, it could be a um, modern Christian song or whatever. Yeah. But I do think that yeah. the Lord really uses those things as well. Yeah, it's so funny because I, um, as a young person, like when about your age, I love music. And now... I struggle because I've got to try and listen to all the words, you know, like, I, mean, like <laughs> I, I feel like it's a lot going on in my head and, you know, like I've often got a lot going on. So I find music quite tricky um, nowadays. And, um, but do you know what does happen to me? If, if any big life events happen, like if something bad has happened or, you know, there's been a bit of a, a disappointment, a hymn will come to my mind and I can't stop singing that hymn. And it's yeah. like, it can be like three or four verses long. And I didn't even know I knew the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. but like I can pinpoint so many times in my, I can't always remember the hymns but I can remember it being like we you know we've just had a bereavement in our family and it was great as our faithfulness kept coming to me over and over and I kept mm-hmm. just singing it everywhere which <laughs> it's quite a foul to hymn isn't it it's quite, <laughs> a big, quite a big one like exactly and yeah well, I was singing everywhere great as thy faithfulness because I think that God was saying you know I am faithful Elizabeth in this difficult time I'm there with you and and I just think it's amazing what's in your mind and what God can bring to mm-hmm. the front of your head and to 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 the point where you're at mm-hmm. um, and he's so gracious that way he meets us right where we are you know yeah. and so some of the things like you might not tick every box but you might have some of them um your dad was saying to me today I was like to him what am I gonna say I don't know what to say so this was his idea and, and uh, I stole it from him. So he said, all of these things like, you know, can actually, not all of them, but, you know, there's a few of them can actually help one another. So like, you know, for instance, the word and the people and the peace, if they all line up, he said, it's like, it's like lights in the harbour, you know, as you get mm. closer, the lights lead you to the harbour. And, and he said about, you know, just basically then, if you trust in God and ask him for his way and what he wants, then he will lead you step by step by step. Mm. And sometimes God does need to give us a lot of affirmation and a lot of ability to know I'm doing the right things. And then sometimes he doesn't, you know, sometimes he's dead silent on things (laughs) and it's because he's saying, just keep doing what's next. Mm -hmm. Keep going, you know, (laughs) at the end of, uh, at the end, whenever my last question, which you know, you're going to say, I've got the little thing, our little adage that we say all the time is do the next right thing, you know, from Frozen <laughs> and, uh, or Elizabeth Elliot, whichever one, whichever biblically you want to go with us theologically. But that's that seems to be for me, like it's just, okay, I'll just keep following. I'll follow that word uh, from your, your word, Lord. I'll 
I'll, if my peace is there, then I'll know if someone has said it, you know, my conscience, my thoughts allow it. And then I'll just say, Lord, you know, if, if you want it, then keep it going. And if you don't want it, shut it down. Yeah. And that's kind of how I live, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, another really lovely way that God speaks, I think, is um, I probably wouldn't have thought of it immediately, but I sort of, I Googled, <laughs> how does God speak oh. to us? And one of the mm. top things that came up was creation. Oh, it yeah. is actually such a drastic thing that God does speak through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, I'm not entirely sure where it is, but there are verses that talk about, you mm-hmm. know, the, the creation uh, singing and praising God. Yeah. And if, yeah. if anything else was to stay silent, the stones would sing. And it's so true that yeah, if you literally that. just look around, the entire mm-hmm. world is just screaming, yeah. look, there's a creator and he loves yeah. you because he loves you so much he yeah. put you in this amazing world totally so good yeah absolutely and and it is amazing that this world is so great and like what we what we have here you know where we live um and the beauty of the scenery it's mm-hmm. very hard to pretend there's not a god like i think yeah. people have to work pretty hard to to squash that down do that to me because yeah. when you look around you're like the beauty and the splendor and the majesty just point towards this wonderful artist who's who's made it all possible for us you know so yeah it's good so um the way that we're talking is there's so many things that and ways God speaks to us and we're Mm. also saying that he speaks all the time and so I think a big part of listening to God is actually on us and that's sort of Mm. our next question is how can we listen well? Because I think that's quite a vital part because God is speaking. It's just about learning to listen. So how do you feel that we can listen well to God's voice? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it is practice, isn't it? I think, hmm. um, you know, as I was growing up and probably like a young missionary in, in the, you know, faith mission days and all that, you know, I, I always heard about this quiet time that, you know, we should have and stuff like that. Do that me and I suppose as last one that, you know, we've kind of gone off well, you know, everyone's busy and, you know, if you're washing the dishes, you can speak to God and which is true, but I think there's an element of actually taking time. And, and one of the things I did here as well in these sermons I've been listening to was um, to make an appointment with God, really, mm-hmm. do you know, like he made an appointment with Adam and Eve in the garden. He came down, you know, maybe not always at the same time every day, but you know, they, they knew he was going to be there and, and, and weirdly, like, you know, when Adam and Eve, the first thing that happened after they sinned and after they did wrong was they became afraid of God's voice, mm. even even more than afraid of his presence or whatever. The first thing was they were afraid, as soon as God spoke, they hid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like they had made this appointment every day, maybe every day, you know, God came down and said, you know, OK, I'm coming down tonight, the cool of the evening, come and walk with me, maybe maybe tomorrow it was to be at the sunrise maybe it was you know the next day at a certain time to look over the precipice and see a herd of elephants you know he made time for them and I think that's what we need to do we need to make time for him I think being still is a massive thing it's not something I'm good at um but the bible does say quite often about being still and knowing the presence of God um and I saw something today that said you know when we see um, time spent with God as actually us recharging our batteries, you won't want to miss it. 
you know, like we, we're all about, aren't we, self-preservation, making ourselves feel better, yeah. building ourselves up. You know, it's, it is, we're very self-thinking, aren't we? But often we think of like time with God as being like, well, this is my sacrifice to him. But actually yeah. when we see that as being, actually this is for me, you know, this is good for me. It, it recharges my battery. That maybe we turn it on its head and we start to see it in a more positive light. Yeah. And the other thing that I was going to say is that um, to, in order to be able to hear God's voice, in order to make it happen, I think sometimes we just have to write things down. You know, I yeah. think um, we've been talking recently, haven't we, about about even we've got whiteboards around our house, haven't we, where we're writing things down and doing a brain dump uh, where you put things on this board because it then out of your mind it's just on the board and you don't have to to focus and, and process it anymore and I think actually you know if we start writing down even our prayer maybe not all the time particularly but just even one time in a week and we start speaking our prayer written down then we'll get more used to it and then we'll go back and be like oh look look what God has done and I think that is really amazing to to be able to actually see where God takes us in this yeah, I I really like the point that you made about um, thinking of prayer and time with him as good for us. Because mm. one thing that I was going to say is, you know, um, it is so hard to set aside time for him. Mm. But I know mm. that um, a while ago I was going through a really hard time. And at that point, it wasn't hard at all to set aside time to be with mm. God because I knew mm. that I needed him to pull me through. And so... Mm at that point I couldn't sleep um just it was really hard for me to sleep and so in the evenings I would go into a room and I would actually have an audible conversation with God I would just be mm-hmm. talking to him and then I'd mm-hmm. be reading my bible searching for the answers like I was hungry I was so ready to hear from him and then once mm-hmm. I started getting my life a bit back together now it's really hard to go and make mm-hmm. that time again because I feel like I've got it together and actually maybe I don't need him anymore which is such a lie I tell myself (laughs) but even still um I try to keep up the habit of before I go to sleep in those moments that's the time where I talk Mm. to God if I have I will try to talk to him other times I'll try to set aside quiet time but even Mm. if I have if I haven't as I'm falling Mm. asleep that is my time where I will always talk to God and it's kind of Mm. got shorter and shorter unfortunately it's uh, Mm. got to the point where you know you, you stay on your phone that little bit longer and then True. as you're falling asleep, you're like, oh, Lord, thank you so much. Okay, good night. But yeah. the other night I was talking to him in my brain and I was thinking, why don't I do this more often? Because it is just that sense of peace mm. that comes over you. Mm-hmm. That just Absolutely. That's when I was like, I know God is real because I've been so stressed this entire day. And as mm-hmm. soon as I just say, Lord, hi, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Absolutely. It's just such no ability. I know that whole brain dump thing mm-hmm. in- it, it's it's a little bit crass but that's what it feels like isn't it like coming and mm-hmm. and just speaking to him I think um one of the ways that also we should do it is, is through praise I think praise really shifts yeah. our attention doesn't it so sometimes we're like I don't know what to pray about or I don't know how to but actually maybe putting on pray, worship music or putting mm-hmm. singing something yourself or whatever it really does doesn't it focus our attention back yeah. on him and actually spend some time and um, it's really hard and like the devil is terribly yeah the, de- the devil is also very 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 able to kind of trip us up with this you know and mm-hmm. um, prayer is hard work 
Mm-hmm. And he wants to make sure that we believe that. And, you know, we've heard of people saying prayer doesn't work. Do you know that can you know, and and you're like, you have to to completely disregard that. Yeah. Because prayer does work and it's really good for us. And similar to you, what you were saying about, about spending time that you know, the other day I had a lady in and we were chatting and it was the, the whole situation seemed so hard. What what could we do? Do you know how could this be sorted out? And once we talked talk, talked about it, then we said, well, let's get to prayer. Like, my goodness, the weight that was lifted off of us mm-hmm. whenever we gave it over to God. Yeah. And there is it actually has got worse <laughs> since we <laughs> yeah. prayed. It hasn't got better yet. Mm. And I say yet because I think it will. I'm sure it will because God is faithful. And, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes things don't work out just the way that we want them to. And sometimes when we pray, well, I'm testimony to the fact it, it has got worse. It's harder now. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't think that God's finished with it. And I think mm-hmm. that he's going to keep doing things. And I can't wait to see what happens when we look back. And even this lady was like, when this is finished, it is going to be amazing. God is going to use this. Yeah. And I was just like, good on you. There's the mm-hmm. optimism we need. Because you can look at your situation and think this is horrendous. But when we leave it with God, then he's got a, you know, he has big shoulders, our God. He's able to carry it all. And we, you know, I heard it again today, you know, the whole thing of like, you know, it talks about the oxen and, you know, like uh, the yoke and all the things. Like we're sheep. Sheep are not meant to be pack <laughs> animals. You never hear about somebody going to safari thinking, I'm just going to hire myself a sheep to carry the rest <laughs> of my luggage, you know. And we are sheep. We're just, you know, we're, we're, we're daft and we're, you know, we completely do our own thing. I mean, head off in the wrong direction. But the shepherd, he carries his sheep on his shoulders doesn't he and and that's how I love to be held I want him to carry (laughs) me and to take me through some of these situations so yeah I I think just making time for it you know making time for God Mm -hmm. spending time in his presence learning from people maybe even like saying to someone else within your you know your church or or maybe a friend just say hey do you want to just couple up and do some prayer things Mm -hmm. and you know pray for each other maybe even once a month have a zoom like you know what can we just ask ask someone else maybe somebody even an older question or you know like an older question ask a younger question i think that'd be amazing We've, we're actually talking about a prayer ministry in our church just now and um, to get some back to something like that because actually i think there needs to be someone who people can go to and say i really need to pray about this yeah. and actually you know I, I don't even know that it should just be a prayer ministry i think it should just be that people should be praying for each other and whenever whenever someone comes up with something, I think we, our first thing should be let's pray about that. And often that's our last thing, you know. Um, the, the next point I was going to talk about in this question was um, it fits into quite a lot that you're talking about, but just the need for humility when we're listening to God. Mm-hmm. And you're talking yeah. about going to other people that takes humility and saying, you know, mm-hmm. I really like your help in this. You're talking about, you know, making time to talk to God and realizing that it's not your service to him that's again humility and then Mm -hmm. as we go into our next question which is you know what should we be doing once we do hear the voice of God it again requires humility because Mm -hmm. we can't be thinking oh well I'm better than the voice of God (laughs) I'm better Mm -hmm. than what he's saying and um, one thing that I had jotted down was 
how do like how do we know it's his voice because that can be quite hard as well you know you talk about conscience yes. and some people you yes. know, is it that or is it just one of our ideas are we just going oh I'd mm-hmm. really like to do this I think the Lord's telling me this and one of the big yeah. things in this is to stay humble in it and to match up mm-hmm. with scripture and to yeah. really just say if this idea that you've had and you feel like it's the Lord leading you wherever you this whatever is happening if it goes completely against what the Bible says, yeah. that's not you being humble and listening to the voice of God. That's you coming up with an mm-hmm. idea and labeling it as God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So humility is a big thing. Absolutely. That is such a good a good point. And and also I think like um it's hard because like one of those things where you know you you hear the voice of God or whatever, you think of an idea. I think, you know, like match it up with scripture abs- is absolutely mm-hmm. right. And, and then ask someone else, ask maybe an older Christian, you know, what, what mm-hmm. do you think about this? Now, they won't always get it right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like some parents will want to protect you. They're frightened that, that what you're thinking might be a little bit too much. Or, you know, say you want to go to be a missionary in, I don't know, Kuala Lumpur or something. <laughs> and, you know, you go someone and you, I don't know what's going on there, but you go to someone and say, look, you know, and, and they're like, oh, but, you know, she's running the Sunday school. Do you know, I don't want her to go. Or mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yes. it, it can be just make sure, like match all the things up and and sometimes don't be put off by someone's negative mm-hmm. thoughts. But also be aware, like if they're saying to you, you know what, you you have such bad health and, you know, the, 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 the um, health system over there is not great then think about those kind of things Jack. I mean, like there's nowhere safer and better to be than God's will but you've got to be careful that even happened in the bible where Paul wanted to go to where he wanted to go to Rome didn't he and everyone was telling him don't go to Rome that's a stupid yeah. idea you're going to be killed but he and yeah. they were Christian people and they were really yes. wise people and they were saying very valid things but he said you know what yeah I'm going to take your counsel I'm going to think about it but when it comes yes. down to it the Lord's telling me this and so Absolutely. I believe absolutely and sometimes and people just care sometimes too mm-hmm. so, that that, so it's not like always that they're just not listening to god they're just trying to be cautious yeah sometimes it is true that they're not maybe listening and they don't want to know and sometimes they will give you good counsel and you know you can go to someone so match all the things that make sure all the yeah. lights and are leading you to the harbor as it were and make sure that you go in the, in the right direction and and just keep going with it you know like keep seeking god mm-hmm. i think we're kind of we're answering our last question aren't we which is like what yes. should we do once we hear the voice of god and i think to be honest this is probably going to be quite a short answer because yes. for me it's just to obey it <laughs> yeah absolutely i've written that like go for it like really you know listen to the leading and just go with it like you know the the story of Samuel, the Sunday school story in the Bible mm-hmm. where God speaks, and Samuel it appears as quite a young lad at this point, and you know he he's lying down and perhaps even sleeping, and he's roused from his sleep by this voice which he believes. You know, even we we, we had this conversation this morning because this is what they did in Sunday school yesterday, and Nathaniel was like, you know, um, God's voice must be like a human voice, mm-hmm. and you know your dad's like, well, why? And he said because Samuel thought it was Eli. So it sounded like Eli, so he must have, it must have been like a human voice, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So that's, you know, who knows what, what kind of voice it was. But Samuel gets up and goes and says to Eli, are you, are you speaking to me, Eli? And no, no, it's not me. And, you know, Samuel goes back and goes back to sleep again or whatever. And then here's this voice and goes back into Eli. And Eli says, no, it's, it's God. And whenever you hear him again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant heareth, you know. And um, I guess that's what we need to do is, is say, look, Lord, I'm ready. 
I am ready for you to speak to me. I'm ready to do whatever you ask of me because there is no more exciting life, no more adventurous life than, than just going with what, and, and that doesn't mean to say you're going to be on zip wires in Kuala Lumpur or whatever. It means just doing what God asks of you, you know, whether that's baking a cake for the next door neighbor or inviting someone to church or telling someone about the majesty of God. That's an exciting life that we should want to live. And he opens these doors for us and he allows us to, to, to take part in some of this work, which is kind of amazing to me because he could do it all so much better himself but he allows us to be a part of that so yeah I, I think just you know do the next right thing is mm-hmm. where I'm at you know and and just pick pick it up and say okay Lord here I am I'm going to do what you ask because you're leading me this way yeah I think it's really important to just roll your sleeves up and get stuck in isn't it because quite often not always but quite often God's voice is telling us something that we don't want to do because we're mm. sinful people and we want to be lazy yeah. we don't want to work hard yeah. we don't want to we don't yeah. naturally want to do holy things and so quite yeah. often the voice of God is leading us in a way that we don't want to go and so it's really important to learn how to say okay I'm not really the biggest fan of this idea but I'm going to try it yeah. anyway because I know that it's the right thing totally or sometimes we have a very romantic idea and we want it to be almost crazy you know, mm-hmm. like we want God to, to lead us somewhere far away when actually we won't even cross the road to tell someone about church. Do that to me. I mean, last week at church, like... I, I had someone new sitting behind me and I was saying to you today, nothing mm-hmm. in me wanted to turn around and talk to her because I was nervous. I was nervous to turn mm-hmm. around and talk to someone I'd never met before and make conversation. But I just mm-hmm. felt something saying you need to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would believe is the Lord's voice because I didn't want yeah. to. And I turned yeah. around and I had such a good conversation with her. And I may never see her again. I may never speak to her. That may never come into her story. But mm-hmm. I did it because I know that that's what the Lord wanted me to do. Absolutely. And you said you had you got such a piece about it, didn't you? Because yeah. like it, you know, doing what God asks of us, you know, is is so important, isn't it? Like you know mm-hmm. and. And just going forward with that. And, and he does say, like, you know, he leads us and guides us, guides us just, um, there's a, a title of a book that says, um, enough light for the step I'm on. Yeah. And that's how God does, you know, he, he often doesn't give you a big, it's more like a flashlight, you know, on that step than it is like a, a floodlight mm-hmm. ahead. We don't really see the picture ahead. We just see sometimes the next step in front of us. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, like tonight or whenever you're listening to this tomorrow morning get up and just say you know um I think it was Roosevelt one of the uh, presidents of America used to say every morning what good can I do today Mm -hmm. and um I think that's an amazing thing like you know for me it would be God what can I do today that would bring honor to you and then perhaps as you lay in bed at night Lord what what have I done today you know what have I done to bring honor to you because really that's the most important. And all of this is good to enhance other people's Christian lives. But actually God is more important and is more interested in my Christian life mm-hmm. than he, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Then like, I'm so interested in everybody else's and God's like, hang on, you know, you're looking at everybody mm-hmm. else's vineyard, but your own vineyard, you've not kept, you've not, mm-hmm. that's, that's a verse in Song of Solomon or somewhere. But it's like, you know, actually I need to look in my heart and make sure I am communicating with God because I, if I'm going to be able to give, give to other people, then there has to be a, a well within me that he fills and keeps on filling. 
and just listening to him and, and letting him speak to me and reading his word and spending time. So I've challenged myself. Never mind. Um, <laughs> this, is nobody else this podcast really does challenge you to live up yeah. to what you're speaking about, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's good. And, and that's the thing. Like I just, you know, I want to do, I want to be a wise old lady. I'm getting there. I'm getting to be the old lady. <laughs> never mind the wise bit. But I want to be wise and I want to be strong in him and in his word. And that, unfortunately, it doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't happen just by There's me lying. There's a reason why a lot of wise people are old. Because it took yeah. them that long to get wise. <laughs> totally. I'm going to have to live to 127. I've told you this before so <laughs> that I can get wise. Because it's going to take me that long. But, you know, God is so good and so gracious. And I am, like, willing to be led by him. Because I honestly believe you know, in it all, you know, you were saying, how do you know it's God's word and how do you know it's God's will and all that kind of thing? Well, I just keep thinking, he's so good. If I say to him, God, lead me and guide me, he's not going to let me go down a path of craziness. He's just going to say that way. And and if I listen and hear that, you know, this is the way, walk in it. Don't go to the left, don't go to the right. Keep going and go with me then. And if I hold his hand, I can't really go wrong, can I? This is the thing. I think you can become very nervous and I I know a lot of people that they don't want to do anything because they feel like they might not Mm -hmm. be in God's will but if you are genuinely seeking to follow God's will if you genuinely are praying Lord lead me I will go where you want me to go then Mm -hmm. he will be leading you and you will be going in the right direction you don't need to be worried that's right I I agree I think that's such a good thing and and, you know fear is not from the Lord and Mm -hmm. he is saying you know just trust me and and I do you know like I don't know however many years on of like Christian work but also just being a Christian I became a Christian at seven like you know I trust him more now than I ever have before and I just keep seeing how he is gracious and good and kind and he speaks to me today and that's the thing like you know we, we hear lots of people say I suppose you hear people say oh whatever God said or whatever and sometimes it can be a little bit manipulated you know mm-hmm. like you, you don't really know uh, if God has actually said that to them or not but for me in my heart I know that God speaks to me mm-hmm. and so therefore I just have to trust him with my life and not really worry about what everybody else is saying or thinking or doing and just trust them to him as well well thank you so much thank you um, to yeah. the listeners for listening um, yeah mm-hmm. I just I hope you have enjoyed my my mama's wisdom no. thank you mom for joining me I know that um you were nervous <laughs> for it which you I totally did because you were brilliant and we have just been praying before the podcast that you know it would be the Lord's words and it wouldn't be ours and so I do feel like the Lord spoke through you tonight so thank you oh thanks Ben thanks it's, it's amazing I think what you're doing here is fantastic so keep it up and keep going and um, yeah just just be blessed and just keep doing what God's asking you to do yeah so again thank you if you've listened this far um, we hope that this has spoken to you and that you can take something from it and um, I will speak to you again in the next episode thank you and bye bye